Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. Friends, we are back, and I am so excited to talk with you this week about how we went from a hot girl summer to a hot damn girl summer. Stick around. Hi, friends. I am so excited to be back on the airwaves, in your ear holes, riding along with you in your car or wherever you listen to this podcast and feel like a lot has happened during my short break. I am feeling rested, though I am having a little cold. So um, bear with me through this if you hear me uh, suffering through a little bit. But know that I'm here, that I'm excited, and I hope you're excited for new content from now um, moving forward as we continue to talk about all the wonderful things that women should be talking about and maybe aren't. So we're going to dive into this summer, right? So in my intro, I talked about going from a hot girl summer to a hot damn girl summer. Why, you ask? Well, it's a good question because the women are having some world domin- dominance right now. Let's think about Taylor Swift and her heiress tour. Let's think about Beyonce and her Renaissance tour. Let's talk about Barbie. And while she may not have been included necessarily in all of the conversations, I'm also going to talk about Simone Biles because she's a badass that we should absolutely be talking about. So, um, you know, if you are not a big Taylor Swift fan, please know I was with you until her tour started and until she, uh, I started learning a little bit more about her and uh, Mackenzie and I started listening and watching and just learning a little bit more. Um, I was with you. I was not a Swifty, but my mind has been changed. And because of that, I have learned about all the incredibly cool things that Taylor has done. You know, we know that she has had record numbers at her concerts. We know that her ticket sales are just through the roof. And if you miss this, she has her heiress tour movie coming out in October and her pre-sales, of course, were record setting. But some of the cool things that she's doing are things like helping to, um, to revive in some ways the local economy when she is in a city for her tour, right? The consumerism, the hotels, the restaurants, the shopping, everybody has seen an increase in um, in that local economy. And I think that that is a pretty cool, pretty cool piece, right? Um, Her philanthropy, she is giving to food banks she's making donations she is donating to her truck drivers right and doing some really cool stuff as part of this tour um but even more i think what is really cool is that she's encouraging friendship and kindness and boosting morale and you know her live streams thousands hundreds of thousands of people are watching her live streams um, when, especially when it was in the U.S. on you know TikTok or Instagram or whatever those places may be, and so I think those are some really cool things that Taylor is bringing, and uh, you know to me that makes her a badass woman. 
Now, I'm not as big of a Beyonce fan, and, um, you know, you can tisk tisk shame, shame me, but if you have some recommendations for some good Beyonce songs to get me started, um, I would absolutely love to hear what those are. But one of the cool stats that I found about her, and her name continues to come up about the world domination of women this summer, and so I would have been remiss to not include her. But one of the cool things is that she is the highest grossing tour has the highest grossing tour by a female artist in history. And to me, that's pretty badass. I did find a cool, I think it was on Forbes when I was looking all this stuff up. Um, I found a cool comparison of the two artists. And, you know, when we don't really want to compare women to one another, um, it was actually really, really cool to see and to compare two really big female names in uh in our society and our pop culture right now uh so i would encourage you to take a look at that uh if you head over to forbes.com now let's talk about barbie for a hot second <clears throat> uh barbie was so cool uh we went to see it on opening night i took my eight-year-old my four-year-old with me yes i did and while much of it was over their head not much some of it was over their head it was also so cool to see young girls like my girls in the theater and women and older women in the theater and all enjoying seeing one of their favorite childhood memories, whether it's a current memory or a past memory, a toy, a doll, and the memories made around Barbie, that was incredibly cool to see. So if you haven't seen Barbie, strongly encourage. Go see multiple times if you can. Make yourself a shirt, buy yourself a shirt, wear pink, right? Like all the super fun things. But one of the things that I really enjoyed about Barbie was that it was a top grossing film at the domestic box office this summer. And it surpassed Mario Brothers, which came out this summer, as well as Dark Knight from um 2008 and um the only other film that is still higher than barbie is um harry potter and the deathly order what's the last what's the last movie the second deathly um hallows too so uh i thought that that was telling right harry potter is like an awesome i mean if you're if you're a potterhead right if you enjoy harry potter which i do and i really enjoy harry potter um then i think that's a really cool and telling number to know that barbie is the second in line to harry potter the eighth movie or whatever number that was now if you did not listen or go see harry potter this summer you may not have heard the monologue or you may have seen a meme of the monologue or if you follow the done apologizing um, social media accounts hopefully you would have seen because i posted in there as well but if you didn't here is a little treat for you as this was part of the barbie movie this summer and this is the monologue and to me this was the part where uh you know i think it's a funny movie i think there's a ton of irony i think there's a ton of really real stuff in there too um but for me this was the part where i said hell yes this movie 
So sit back and enjoy it. I'll try not to stumble too much through it. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart. And it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, but if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten your other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful and never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll, just representing women, then I don't even know. And friends, maybe you are hearing this for the first time, or maybe you have seen the movie, or maybe you've heard this multiple times, but hopefully in there you saw some truth, right? And hopefully in there you heard that you're supposed to be perfect, but not too perfect. You're not allowed to have faults, right? And I'm here to tell you, and this podcast is here to tell you that, first of all, perfect only exists in moments of time. Remember that. But we're all a work in progress. And it's really important that we continue to acknowledge that we're a work in progress and that we need to cheer one another along. And when someone just doesn't feel like they can, they're struggling, that's when we as a sisterhood need to help another sister along and help pick up the pieces or step in and support her in a way that she maybe can't support herself in the moment or that she didn't know she needed the support right so uh so barbie like i did not love playing with barbie when i was little but i love what barbie stands for in terms of all of the possibilities the encouragement the opportunities that exist for women all the career opportunities that she shows and i think it's really cool now inappropriately so in my family we have started you know using sassy barbie or um drama barbie or whatever those are not barbie um (laughs) careers however um we do do it because it's fun and why not right Uh, We also say hi, Barbie, to one another, which I also think is kind of fun. So, okay, enough about Barbie. The last person that I want to talk about is Simone, Simone Biles. So I have grown up being a um, gymnastics fan, right? Like I have really enjoyed um, watching gymnastics in the Olympics, 
or whenever we could find it on TV, especially women's gymnastics. Um, one of my favorite movies growing up was Nadia, uh, about Nadia Como. Um, so not gonna pronounce her name right. Nadia, if you're a gymnast fan, you know who Nadia is. Uh, Mary Lou Retton, right? Um, all kinds of wonderful gymnasts that I have watched over the years. And of course, Simone Biles has been around for a hot second now in the Olympics and in world and national um, conversation and news and um, sporting events. And if you remember, in 2021, um, the Olympics from 2020 were postponed because of the pandemic. And in 2021, um, Simone and her teammates were competing and um, she ended up pulling out of the competition due to some twisties, which is some gymnastics technical term. But <coughs> she chose not to compete and instead managed her mental health. And was probably one of the first, and I don't know this statistically, so please don't quote me on this, but from my own personal memory, was one of the first elite athletes who publicly said, I need to take care of my mental health instead of being a public figure. May have been the first, I don't know. But the strength that that took, knowing that she is, you know, sought after that she could have competed at the one of the highest levels for an athlete in the olympics and she didn't feel safe doing it she didn't feel emotionally safe she didn't feel mentally safe she didn't feel physically safe and she decided that it was best for her to pull out of that competition it takes a lot of strength it takes a lot of courage right and not necessarily something that all of us would have been able to do you know, I think a lot of athletes would have probably suffered through and maybe done lower um, quality work, would have done lower um, or lesser routines, right? Not as high of points, and then would have been scrutinized for not competing at their highest level. So to me, while I was sad because it was would have been the first time that Mackenzie would have been old enough to remember watching Simone Biles and watching the Olympics, I was sad that she didn't get to see her compete. I was also incredibly grateful for that moment and that opportunity to talk about why Simone was no longer competing. Um, and what a cool opportunity for her teammates to have some spotlight, right? And be able to shine on their own. Um, but I think what is even pretty cooler is that after a two year hiatus, um, you know, she stepped away for two years. She worked her own, on her own mental health and she uh, got married and did all the things. Um, at the age of 24, she has come back to the gym and she won her eighth national all around title which is a huge accomplishment. And if you know anything about gymnastics, competing at that age level or at that age, um, I mean, it's pretty much considered old, right? It's like being geriatrically pregnant, <laughs> um, you're, you're old. So, um, you know, I think that that is very impressive. That shows a lot about her physical health. It shows a lot about her mental health and her resilience and, um, I wanted to throw her in here about world domination for this summer because the women are killing it this summer. 
some really badass strong women. And I've missed some. I 100% know that. I know that there's other women out there killing it, right? Coco Goff just won the, um, what is it, the American Open or the Open. I'm not a huge tennis fan, but um, I've seen some TikToks on it, right? Um, but there's some other women out there just totally killing it. And I think that is so cool. And I'm so proud to be part of a summer where the girls and the women are killing it. And to be able to show my girls that this is amazing and incredible. Um, you know, because I TikTok. <clears throat> I watch a lot of TikTok. I get sent a lot of TikTok as well. And um, a funny one that I saw recently was, oh, that was so nice of Taylor to share her NFL stadium or her stadiums with NFL teams, right? Like, it was so cool. I also... Nebraska volleyball team totally just clicked in my head. If you didn't know, they set a world record for attendance by playing volleyball, a collegiate volleyball match in a football stadium, selling it out, set a world record, saw a really cool TikTok about girls will never question the ability, young girls will never question the ability for women to sell things out. Taylor Swift selling out stadiums, women's volleyball selling out a football stadium, right? Beyonce selling out her stadium or her concerts. I don't know if she's in stadiums or not. I'm going to guess she is, right? Like how incredibly cool these young girls will have that expectation that women can do that. The women should be doing that. And I think that's really, really incredibly awesome and cool. So Friends, I'm so glad to be back. I have such an incredible lineup of guests that I've already recorded. I'm so looking forward to you hearing from them, hearing their wisdom, hearing their courage, hearing their strength to share their moments with you. And I'm just glad to be back, right? I've, I've missed y'all. And I hope that you have had a chance to rest, listen to some older podcast episodes, um and be excited for some new content here so so thanks for sticking around thanks for being here thanks for joining me if you are a new listener or a new follower i'm so grateful and glad that you're here this week's affirmations i'm done apologizing for being badass i'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me and i want you to to fill in the blank on this one. I'm done apologizing for. Friends, go out there, have an incredible week. Do the amazing things I know that you're capable of. And remember to like, follow, and share anywhere you're listening to this podcast. If you like this episode, if you love a past episode, make sure that you screenshot it, share it on the social medias, tag me, um, text to a friend, whatever um, medium to share it. I would greatly appreciate it. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to. I know I just mentioned guests. I've got a great lineup and I'm still continuing to look for the next great guest. So if you know someone or you're interested, head on over to any of my social media profiles and click on that link to share who you think would be a great guest or to offer yourself as a guest. And remember, you have amazing and incredible things to share. And I want to welcome my new listeners. I had a lot of new listeners over the course of 
my break. And so thank you all for joining me and for subscribing and for being part of this podcast. Remember, I'm over on Facebook. Um, and my Facebook group is done.apologizing. I'm at Instagram at, at done.apologizing. Looking to expand some of my social media uh, influence and content. So if you're looking to help out with that, I would love your expertise. Small time commitment. Would love to have you join a team of dedicated social media content creators. So again, head on over to one of my social media areas and let me know that you're interested. And finally, remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.